Good morning, good evening, namaste, hola, bonjour, gere maid, and maraban. This is Namya Joshi, your host for the day. Welcome to episode 61 of the podcast, Each One, Teach Ten, An Amazing World of STEM, an inspiring venture where we'll be discussing that STEM is part of every day for every kid. We all will learn together how to build a STEM culture. Well, for today, my guest is Mr. Frank Moody, who currently serves as the Education License in the USA for Game Maker, a 2D game engine, and I've been using the game design to support students and educators in the creation of engaging learning experiences for over 15 years, including working with Game Maker, Unreal, and Unity. He's also been in teaching administration for 25 years. He's always believed that his role is to, you know, work towards more environmental engineering than being a controller of information. It's a great honor to have you here, Mr. Frank. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, how's the weather there? The weather is beautiful here today. Um, we're having nice sunny weather, so we're uh, <clears throat> probably going to reach into the 80 degrees Fahrenheit today, okay. so a little warm. That's great. Even here in India, it's getting warmer day by day. It rained heavily last night, so it's a little cool today, but I think the temperature is going to rise soon now here. Excellent. All right. So uh, before we start, like we would love to know more about you and what are the things that are upcoming for you. So can you let us know towards the audience and also me? Yes, absolutely. Um, and thank you for having me today. Um, yeah, I, I actually was um, semi-retired. Uh, I had worked in a private school for uh, off and on 25 years, um, either building technology or as I mentioned to you earlier, uh, you know, I was, I'm really an unintentional teacher. I never went to, I never pursued to become an educator. Um, I kind of fell into it. Um, but uh, I have a love of learning and I love to learn and I love to learn new things. Uh, and I'm, I, uh, I've been on a, a pursuit of finding my own curiosity. You know, when we're children, we have great curiosity and then we get to be adults and we just start just going through our roles. Uh, but I'm on a true quest now for just to, to be curious about the world and all the things that people are doing and why things happen um, and how I can help change things that happen. Um, I, I had retired to an island uh, and sitting on the beach. Uh, but projects that I'd started 15 years ago seemed to be bubbling up and I had an opportunity to work with Game Maker and work with game design uh, that I believe uh, in education can make a huge difference in children's lives. Like you, I believe that STEM is everywhere uh, and it makes zero sense to me why in education we tend to go, here's your STEM class. And for the next 30 minutes, you'll learn a STEM skill. Oh, but now go learn something else. I think they all have to be brought in together all the time. Um, so that's, that's my real quest now, is to make sure that every kid has every opportunity in every class to learn new things and to use STEM because that's what we naturally do 
every day in our lives now, right? There's not a part of our lives that does not have a touch of technology and, and the benefits that technology can bring to us. Absolutely. I totally agree with that, that you love to learn and finding your curiosity is your true quest. And you also wish to provide children all the skills that they need and how you can, you know, give your bit to bring the change. And that's really lovely point when you have mentioned like STEM is everywhere. And like, even like when we have, you know, the STEM classes, like for 30 minutes is just studying STEM and activities about it. But the actual fun is when you actually realize where like in your daily lives, in the small things that you do or even the big things that you do, STEM is everywhere. The thing is when you can, you know, realize and you can understand and identify how you're using a STEM concept in just a simple task. Absolutely. Right. So um, uh, as we are on a podcast right now, and we know that the podcast popularity is on the rise. Almost everyone is having podcasts all over platforms on Anchor, Spotify, all across the world. So according to you, what exactly is podcast engagement? You know, at first thought, if I just sit and I go, oh, I put on my marketing hat and my business hat, I go, oh, well, podcast engagement is just um, how many people engage in my particular podcast or your podcast. But actually, I think that's a much bigger question and actually a loaded question. Um, I think that uh, if I really sit down and I look at it in the present um, and I focus on it, Podcast engagement is about what engagement is the listener doing with the podcast. Podcast technology on its own is in really incredible because it allows us to communicate uh, at a level that we really haven't been able to do before. I mean, if we look at what a great quote from uh, Peter Drucker who uh, is a very uh, influential person in business management. One thing he said was, the most important thing in communication is hearing what's not spoken. And I think that podcast engagement, and it's something I think we're missing all the way around, even in education today, is that the ability to take a podcast and listen, not when you're asked to listen, but to listen when you are ready to listen to the podcast allows you to give more focus uh, into what's being said or maybe even what's not being said. So as a communication tool, it's vastly superior to anything we've ever had throughout our lives. I mean, if you think back and you think to the people in humans are built, human beings are built to communicate and they're built to communicate not just to each other, but I would say, I would argue that we've always been wired to communicate across time. So if we look at caves and cave dwellings and someone would go in and mark, well, there were 15 antelope in this area when I was here, and you might not be communicating to anyone at that point, but then someone else uses the cave for comfort and comes in and goes, well, now I only saw five antelope here. And then maybe you come back two years later to that same place and now you're communicating. So humans have been trying to communicate across time forever, but now we can take that to scale with podcasting and actually listen on demand, but not on demand because I want it right away. But when I say on demand, we can listen to it when we're ready to really focus, be in the present and listen to it. 
totally um i totally agree with the point like you know podcast is podcast engagement like you mentioned is what the listeners doing with the podcast and it allows us to communicate to a totally different level because like you mentioned that human beings have been communicating over a long time but now with the podcast we can communicate with anyone at any time and uh, when we listen to podcast we become the audience for you know for a virtual storyteller and rather than like just sharing that setting with others we alone become the audience and like we get really engaged with you know how the podcast is like if it's an engaging podcast with education we can totally relate with those things for an educator if it's a fun podcast but listen to stories we get engaged to that as well and like you said that uh, we don't need to listen when we are asked to listen but when you need to listen and that exactly is the main thing that you're not supposed to listen as when as somebody's uploading a podcast but when you're ready to listen to it you're there listening to the podcast that you love to listen yes absolutely right so i've talked about like uh, educators listening to you know podcasts that they love to i would like to ask you that how can educators use podcasts to increase student engagement in learning in this modern digital age well i think the very first step is obviously exposure uh and i say that word as as teachers Uh, and as educators in the classroom exposing students to a world where they can have access i mean it, what a beautiful day we live in where i can go out and look for information on any subject anywhere um i'll go back to a story of my own upbringing i was a very poor student um i if you look at my education record you would look at it and go oh my gosh what a dismal failure with no potential in the world but the truth is is i was a very privileged person because my father was an academic surgeon and uh he was internationally known so he had friends all over the world and they used to throw lavish parties there'd be 100 and 200 people and as a child i got to wander around and go into conversations of these brilliant people who who uh were from all kinds of different cultures And the truth is is that I would have so many questions on this topics they were doing that I spent most of my time pursuing the questions I had from those conversations and very little time because my the things my teachers gave me seemed of little value to me compared to all these bigger conversations I was finding. And I think that podcasts can do that for our students today and and really even as we're recording this it's possible that there is a student who's spending more time listening to podcasts of their interest instead of doing their schoolwork in the classroom. Um I think as educators we really need to help students be exposed to podcasts. I think they need to do more podcasts. I think that in in preparing for a podcast there's so much learning that goes on. And again, we get back to this siloed classes. Well, you'll learn English in this 40 minutes, you'll learn math in this 40 minutes. But really, the world of learning for me is much more like the hunter-gatherer education where you get in and you're doing it hands-on and you're learning the information. Um I just think that podcasts can help students pursue their own passions that they can then bring back and share with their other students. that's really inspiring that you're talking about the exposure being the main concept 
of how we can you know use podcast as student engagement uh, because here in like you're talking about how we can expose students to a world where there's access to everything like because the day the, the way we are growing in this world new things keep on coming every single day and one of them being podcast because i personally have seen like you know podcast being um a very big thing since the lockdown has came up because almost everyone has started their own podcast talking about their personal experiences and that's how like children get attracted to the podcast of their interest and many of them have taken the onus also to start their own podcasts and like you mentioned again this helps them to understand their passion and also motivate other students also to start their own podcasts so in a way you're just helping people as well while following your own passion Yes, absolutely. And and you know, and again, it's not so many as the how many listeners are at the time, mm-hmm. but podcasts can reach over vast amounts of time. Maybe 3 years from now somebody will watch this podcast and go, "Oh, I'm getting a great idea from this." And 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 that ability to be a part of the historic record uh is so authentic for our students. uh so it, i think they naturally will engage because it's of their interest absolutely um and about like you know student engagement i would like to come up to my next question as well that how can podcasts assist students in evaluating their understanding in the classroom well i think that it's the perfect tool for that i mean again if 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 we look at my history my own history uh in order to do a record of some sort and I built audio studios, large recording studios, uh and spent a lot of money on equipment in order for kids to cut a CD that they could have an authentic piece of their own learning and you know and a learning artifact that they could take away with them. Um and in today's world we have this technology that allows us to do it even on a phone. uh you and I could be doing this podcast I could be on my phone driving the car going somewhere else uh it may not be a very good podcast if I was doing it that way uh but it would still be we could we can make a part of the record without building elaborate things so this technology is so accessible the other thing that makes it such a great tool for students to use in their understanding of their you know their own understanding is the work that goes into making a good product um you have to do your research you have to come up with questions if you're doing a podcast that you're going to interview in uh if you're going to do a podcast that you're the solo podcaster you have to be prepared to explain and communicate in a direct manner that your audience can connect with so i think that when students can take their learning and place that into a podcast and it's authentic with their own interests um it gives them again even a record to reflect on because they can go back and look at what where they were coming from maybe even 2 or 3 years from now uh i may even look at this and goes who i could have answered this question a lot of other ways um but that reflection is learning I totally agree with that. You know, uh, like you talked about technology being the most accessible tool and that's how uh, when we uh, use that we understand like how you know times have changed and like 
the second thing that you mentioned that I really liked is my students will be able to understand like the work that goes into making a good product because uh, like you mentioned about solo podcasts where students have to wear before they start they just kind of like start a podcast okay hey i'm here talking about this they need to be mentally prepared jot down the points that they have to speak about and speak in a way that they can attract their audience and that's again where when they you know start with the episodes they're not just sharing their own thoughts but they're taking in learning as well of how they have to communicate in an effective manner and uh like you mentioned about you know looking back from where you came and then listen to your first episodes so recently even i was looking listening to my first episode that i had my principal and i compared like how i started and how i'm doing right now and i have been seeing like improvements so i can improve more but i can see like i have been getting better so like that's again it gives me motivation to you know make more of uh, podcasts and also make them more better than you've made before yeah i and i think there's another flip side to all of this that and i'm learning just in in fact because of your questions i learned something about when i was doing things in the classroom and one of those things is is that i did have students creating i we we put so much emphasis on <coughs> excuse me on being producers right we we had this new technology and for about 10 15 years we've been saying digital production digital production digital production but i think we're missing something on the back end of that and that is teaching our students to be better listeners to be better consumers so we can spend all this time we may have we may have just taken the pendulum and put it over too far now and said everybody just needs to produce 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 but there is active learning in becoming a better listener and focusing and listening in that time so there's two sides of the communication exactly you need to be a good listener before you're a good speaker yes absolutely right so as we're talking about podcast in this episode i would like to know which is your favorite podcast well uh you know it would be hard for me obviously i love your podcast because i do learn so much about every educator but i really uh as you know i am i'm a champion of student voice and so i am a champion of all student podcasts um and i just and and uh i listen to a lot of different po- i listen to the murder mystery podcasts and i love a crafted story and how it winds and then you know a really good one at the end like flips you around and you mm-hmm. go what i didn't know that was going to happen right um you know but um i love student podcasts i love hearing authentic student voices and their passion and their interest and i i truly celebrate the work that goes into those uh in 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 those students that are taking these on today and i want i hope to see more of that right and i'll try and listen to every one of them <laughs> that's really great that's i i actually i agree with the point of you know when the students taking up the podcasts and like even i have been hooked to some of them like one of them is empathy impact podcast and another like you mentioned about murder mystery i've been listening to crime junkies like you know that podcast is all about like different things that happen all across the world about crime and how it's being solved 
and one of them that's really famous uh, Indian podcast uh, podcast that's Beer Biceps. So like even his podcasts are really inspiring, and you know he gets people on his podcast, ask them about his journey, about their journey, and like he picks up inspiring stories about them. So I've been hooked to, to you know these podcasts. And besides that, like I'm mostly into the education sector, like on Spotify, whichever I see looks interesting. I listen to that, and there's different things to learn from them every day. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So coming to my next question for you, Mr. Frank, is how can podcasts support an inclusive, diverse learning environment for students? Well, again, I think that this is that exposure. Um, it would be, uh, you know, part of the negative side of all of this technology, and especially now with the advent of uh, artificial intelligence and, um, you know, language processing, um, we are we're at an age where now things can become a bubble very quickly right the ai starts saying well you like this so i'm going to keep you in this and i'm never going to let you out of this bubble loop uh within your social media and that may be true of podcasts as well so i think as educators we have to be sensitive to the fact that we need to create large bubbles for our students and give them exposure to cultural information um, I'm so sorry. Um, cultural information and other countries, because this is where we could find areas of connecting with empathy and understanding other people's plights, other people's stories. Um, and again, uh, as, as students in a safe environment can look at podcasts, I mean, again, student podcasts from India to students who are in a classroom in America or students who are uh, finding interest in there may be music. Um, all of these things, I think, can create very diverse environments, which isn't possible if it's just my neighbor down the street or the kids I play with every day uh, or the kids I game with every day because I know them. Um, you know, this technology allows us to really, really explore diversity. But I think we have to create exposure for that. An environment, again, we need to create an environment. But this time, it's not a building. It's not uh, expensive. It's something we can all do. Very accessible. That's really amazing that you're talking about we need to create large bubbles for students and give them exposure to cultural information because that's how they understand about how to be inclusive, how to be diverse. And I totally agree with the point of, you know, in uh, having the empathy generated into them because that's how they'll be able to understand like others' uh, side of the story, listen to them, like you mentioned about being a good listener. Again, empathy is also linked with that. You need to listen to the person and then react. And again, exposure and the environment is the most important thing for them. Absolutely. Right. So uh, in the end, like it's been amazing to talk to you today and we would love to know where we can find you online. And also we would love to have a message from you for the audience watching us. Well, I just like to, well, you can find me at um, fmoody at opera.com. You can um, also find me on Twitter, very active on Twitter, and it's at Frank W. Moody is my Twitter handle. Um, and then I can send you my LinkedIn 
because I don't know that I can repeat that because that's such a long link that they end up doing these days. <laughs> um, and then you can find me out in education world all the time, uh, and especially with the Digital Citizenship uh, Institute. I have been, you know, just trying to champion all of that that's been going on and talk about podcasts and the written record for history. Uh, I think that's that's been a beautiful month uh, of great presentations, including your own. And thank you so much. Uh, and the last message I would like to leave the audience with is that, you know, again, student voice uh, and, and getting our students to be exposed to lots of different technologies, but to make that technology not so siloed and maybe even all subjects to not be so siloed. That may be a very progressive view of education, but learning, learning happens everywhere and STEM is everywhere. And that would be my final message. Again, I, I'm just, I'm an evangelist for game design in the humanities that any game can be a part of your historic history learning. It can be a part of your language learning. It can be a part of, of anything. And I think you're like a beautiful example of that with your work in Minecraft. Um, I, you know, you're just, you show us that learning and the tools, the technology is just a tool for expanding our learning. And I love that. Thank I you appreciate so much. you so much. Thank you so much. And it's been an honor for me to have you on my podcast, listen to you today. And like you've mentioned about food and voice, I totally agree with that fact because the principal goal of education in school should uh, be creating people who are capable of doing new things and not repeating what other generations have done. They can create people who are creative, inventive, uh, discoverers, who can critical be, uh, critically identify and verify and not just accept everything that offered. And that's when we are empowering student voice through podcasts, through technology, through games, we can create these individuals for the future change makers. Yes. Thank you. So thank, thank you, you so much. Right. Thank you so much, Mr. Frank, for being on my podcast today. And thank you, everyone, for joining and listening to this episode. And I'll see you in the next one. Till then, each one, teach 10. Have a nice day. Thank you. <laughs>